up, everybody? Welcome back to the Friarside Chat. This is episode number three. The Padres are just coming off of two losses from the Pittsburgh Pirates at home. Tough pill to swallow, much like the rest of the season. (laughs) But, um, hey, let's cut to the chase. Is it time to trade? Yes, no, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I feel like if you can't handle the Pirates at home, a sub-500 team, again, Yeah. What are your realistic chances of making a run? Right. Where are you at? Well, and okay, here's an interesting take, though. Every year it seems like there's these matchups, mm-hmm. right? Like Us Padres, to the Dodgers. Yeah, Padres against <laughs> the Dodgers, right? And then could it just be that it's Pirates match up really well against the Padres? No. No. <laughs> and there's stats to back that up because against 500 teams, well, we're under we're 500. to everybody. And it's right? not just the Pirates. Yeah. Um, that being said... Let's look back to the Phillies last yeah. year, right? So the Phillies were struggling real bad. Uh-huh. Managerial changes happening. Like, all these things were going wrong for the Phillies. They stay the course. They right the ship. And then they make a run to the World Series. Like, mm-hmm. could that be us? The The makings are there. They right. had underperforming superstars last year. That's us this year. The, my problem with it is, though, is that it seems to be every game they find a new way to lose and there hasn't been anything that's really made me feel better about it every now and then they give you that win where they hit a bunch of home runs yep. and it's like as a fan you're like this is awesome yep. can they do this again tomorrow yep more often than I, not no i think didn't i yeah i said that to you the other day right it was like i want to see a padre game where they yeah where they win a game without hitting a home run like just get guys on get them in Make it happen. Don't have to hit the long ball as your only method of scoring. Prove that you can win right. without hitting the and home run. And I just run. Like, haven't seen that yet. Yeah. Um, I would love to see a stat yeah. on that of how many games they've won this year without a home run. Right. It's probably like none. <laughs> <laughs> Close to, I feel. Yeah. Um, because, again, the runners in scoring position thing has been well documented as an issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what I love that you brought up earlier off camera was, we're not winning getaway day, and for those of you at home, mm-hmm. uh, that's the day before you get on the flight back home. And uh, as a team, it doesn't really go noted in the papers, but like that affects how you feel about that trip. Yeah. As baseball players, we had it in college where mm-hmm. if you won the last game of the series, that drive it's, home is yeah, so different than it, if you lost. A whole m- another aspect of just like you know getting on a roll. Yeah, you know, and it's it's just. And feeling good about the trip in general. Yeah. Well, because even if you lose, let's say you lose the first two, it was always like, well, hey, if we take this third game, like that's a momentum builder. Exactly. And it's just, they're, they've been the opposite. They're they, momentum they, stoppers. Yeah, they come out of the gates hot, mm-hmm. you know, hit five home runs in a game. That's mm-hmm. how you win. And then, you know, play pretty good the second game. And the third game, they're just dead. Just not even there. Yeah, I don't want to think that they're phoning it in because I don't think they're phoning it in on the last day. But like, if you look at the stats, that's what it's going to tell you. They're not hitting with runners in score. Yeah, you, you actually I ran have, the stats. Yeah, I have it up right here. So, so the last three series is right. It was at Toronto, yep. at Detroit, and then home against Pittsburgh. And so I pulled the like the team stats, specifically runners in scoring position from the third game yep, of each game. one of those series. Toronto. 0 for 7 with runners in scoring position. Detroit, 1 for 6 with runners in scoring position. And Pittsburgh, 0 for 5, runners in scoring position. Um, but that's 1 for 18. Is that good? <laughs> <laughs> really good. Doesn't one get the for 18. Okay, we're veering off. Yeah, we, uh, do we you are. sell? Vince, do you sell? You always back up on my position, so I'm going to make you go As first As a fan, I say no. But if I'm a GM, you know, if I... If I 
strip myself away from just being fan, I am. But I'm not. I'm. I'm selling. I'm not phoning it in. Yeah. I'm just selling. I guess in a strategic way to where it's. You know, is it Blake Snell? Is it is it Hater? It's it might not a be fire a, sale, but it's yeah. a let's try and get something for someone exactly. that can help us be in a better position next year. Yeah, and okay. so for me, it's like it's probably those two guys. You know, because it's like Suarez is back, so I could see him filling in as a closer role. You know, Good. before his return, I was like, can't get rid of Hater because no one else can close out a game, or I don't trust anyone yes. to really close out a game. You know, not that they couldn't, but I just I don't have the same confidence. But now that Suarez is back, like that guy is just a horse. You know, he he obviously gave up a bomb yesterday, I think, but you know. He's coming back from his first time going back to back games. He's got great stuff. He had, you know, a great year last year. It's just like that trust factor for me is there. Yeah, he looks good. He looks good again. Right. And so it's like as much as I love having Josh Hader on the team, it's like he might be one of those guys who it's like, well, you know, he's one of the best closers in the game. You could get back. Some would argue. Yeah. You could get back, you know, either another starting pitcher and a relief pitcher or whatever it might be. Get something of good value. Something like, you know, just like we've been, always been talking about bolstering, right? Mm-hmm. And I think with Snell, you could probably you know make a couple moves. You could get a pitcher and another infielder or outfielder. You know, like there's some of those young guys like Batten or the guy, the new Cowley and La- like those guys. I don't know. They're not cutting it right now. They're not cutting. You're it. trying to beat around the bush. They're not cutting it. Yeah. Um, okay. So I slightly disagree. I think uh, Hater. We're talking about bolstering more often the relief pitching staff because it's been hit with injuries. Suarez coming back helps with that. Um, I would like to keep Hater. I think he likes it in San Diego. Uh, some of the reporters went up to him, and he, he has spoke very highly of his family life in San Diego, the vibe, the city, the teammates. Mm-hmm. So that's a guy where, in my head, I'm going, re-sign that guy. He's bought, He's bought in. in. Yeah. yeah, you re-sign guys that are bought in and really want to be there. Mm-hmm. Um and Snell really likes it here. He likes his teammates. He has great relationships with people around the ballpark within the organization. Mm-hmm. But he's going to be expensive. Like, let's, it's, it's a given. Right. He's on a Cy Young tear right now where he's trying to actually – he has a chance mm-hmm. if he keeps doing what he's doing to actually win, which I didn't think was possible after his start. So, yeah. for me, given how expensive it would be to re-sign Snell – I would like to get something for him right now after seeing that the Angels just gave away their two and three prospect for Giolito. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Snell's better than Giolito, yeah. and they got that return on him. So, you who know. Who could you get? Yeah. Who could you get? Right. And that's a piece where, again, our starting, that would leave a hole in our starting rotation. You're really asking a lot of someone to step up, right. but I feel like the return would be worth it if you don't think that we're going to make the realistic run. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel just like, as a fan, the last thing you want to see is a missing of the playoffs, and you have nothing in the system. You have Batten and, and Cowley to look towards for next year versus maybe <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. get rid of one piece like Snell yeah. and get some pieces that you can be really excited about for a good push next year with a fresh slate. Yeah. Um, I keep Soto. Soto's yeah, going to be necessary for, for the runs uh, even this year and next so that's where I stand on it. Okay. I think we're kind of in the same boat. But, uh, yeah, I have a feeling that they still have a chance. Like, I am not <laughs> – I have not thrown away this season yet. Right. Well, we got – let's see. What, five days, four days until the trade deadline. So, yep. who knows? I mean, we still and have the this, Rangers. Yeah, series against the Rangers. I don't know. You know Bochy's coming to town. I know. That'll be sick. Why can't he uh, come PV's here? And going into the Padres Hall of Fame on Friday. That's exciting. Yeah. That's Love that cool, guy. Right? 
It seems like he, I didn't realize how much he really uh, identified with the Giants because he went there and spent a lot of time there. Well, did he win World Series with them? Yes, he did. Did he win with the Red Sox too? I'm not sure. But either way, like he's a he's a, like a Giants guy now. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, you know, coming back to Petco Park, I really remember all the fond memories. It wasn't like at the forefront of his mind, but happy right. to have him in the, the Padre Hall of Fame. He deserves it. He was yeah. amazing. That dude was Cy that dude was awesome. Again. I just remember, yeah, like being a kid and it's like when PV was on the mound, like you're hyped. Win. Yeah. You're gonna get win, a win. Or if not just even just his competitiveness. Like that's oh. what I loved about him, you know, like you know, he would always like yell at himself. Mm-hmm. You know, I loved that though. Like I just I loved the dog in him, as they say nowadays. Right? Every little league coach hated it though, because then when their kids starting uh, to scream and have a tantrum on the field, they're like, "But Jake Peavy shows emotion." Oh, yeah, I can too. It's like, yeah, you get to the bigs, you but no, emotion. like, and I can like attest like from our playing days, like being a defender, like that was the guy I want on the mound. Yep. Like, I, I, I want to play defense behind a guy like that because I know that he's going after these guys. You know what I mean? Bulldog. Like, there was nothing worse. Yeah, there was, like, a couple times, you know, where you just, the guy on the mound had no confidence, and just as a defender, you're like, oh, God. Like Walking the world was the worst pitcher to have on yeah. the mound because you get lulled to sleep watching ball one, right. ball two, Ugh. ball three, strike one. Well, and just, yeah, four. their body language, and, you know, like, you just, you knew, too, like, when you get into certain counts, you're like this guy isn't going to challenge him because he doesn't have confidence in himself. He's going to go even like, challenge oh. like he can't locate it either way. Yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. So it'll be nice to see but him yeah. go into the Hall of Fame. Yep. Um, well we deserved. do have the Rangers coming, and mm-hmm. you know, the Padre fan base. A lot of them are tried and true. Yeah. But let's be real. A lot of them are fickle. San Diego as a town is where people come from other places. Yep. Come here, go, oh, it's great. The weather's awesome. Let's stay here. Yeah. Um, so not as many born and raised fans. But when we're going right, the city rallies, like big-time rallies, and they get behind the Padres. So if they can sweep, I'm I'm getting really big on this. If they can sweep the Rangers, your fan base is bought right back in. That would be a huge momentum shift, like, for the, right, the team, the city, everything. Like, that, honestly, if that happened, I feel like, yeah, a lot of maybe opinions and yeah. whatnot will change. So 100%. It's, it's a so it's kind series. of a must-win series. Must sweep got, series to take, really get take people to buy it. You have to. I, I mean, even this pirate series, that was like a must win series too. And it felt like they it. They didn't. Um, but yeah, I just actually, I just looked it up too. So right. Friday, Saturday, Sunday against the Rangers, Musgrove Friday, mm-hmm. Darvish Saturday, Snell Sunday. Yeah. And I mean, I you've mean, got your horses. Unless he's traded. <laughs> but, yeah. but, um, but I mean, those are the guys. Yeah. If there's any three, you know, three starters that you want up against, one that's of the better playoff, teams in baseball. That's playoff what you rotation. Exactly. It's going to be those three playoff in some rotation way. against a playoff team. They're hot right now too. Didn't yep. they have like the most All Stars starting like ever or something? Or was like them and the Braves like half of the All Star team? Were really the starters good. of that team. <laughs> really good, and yeah. they've showed up. Uh, good for the Rangers. They went out and got pieces, and it paid off. They don't even have to Grom right now, uh, which is crazy. <laughs> right. um, Bochi comes in, does what Bochi does, and put together or just handles a championship just team, calming presence or something. Yeah, his big head. Uh, he, he's <laughs> awesome. But, um, yeah, so we have that to look forward to. I really do think if they if they sweep it, it changes everything. Yeah. And uh, Bogarts and them were talking about it. 
basically just being you you saw in the clubhouse that everyone was just kind of deflated after the pittsburgh loss because it felt like the tide was turning you have that five to one win that felt amazing it was one of their most complete games Mm -hmm. ever Mm -hmm. starting pitching does a great job relievers close the door and they're the guys who are meant to offense hit with runners and scoring we hit the home runs yep i mean it even had a little drama in there where everyone was kind of getting juiced Mm -hmm. full house fans were loving it and then you go to the next game it's a little slow but then you get into the ninth with uh, bednar their all-star closer and it all started with bogarts getting that 12 pitch walk yeah i mean that it, was a that was a huge at bat huge at bat and yeah. then campy tip the cap to campy coming he's been up. doing great by the way I don't absolutely know if we'll have, devote a whole segment to it necessarily but him and sanchez i've been so happy with we have two catchers hit, hitting in our lineup whereas before it was like how can we hide our right. catchers at I, bat i know now we're dh them because they need to be in the lineup every day 100 yeah. percent. so uh you got campy comes up with a single hit by pitch cronenworth base is loaded you're feeling really good you got soto coming to the plate who had the day off yep. he draws a four pitch walk not yep. a single didn't strike want any thrown. piece of soto didn't want any bit of it <laughs> but like at the same time that guy is officially laboring we're talking 30 plus pitches and then you got cali coming up and you're like oh i hope the rookie comes through it could be a big moment for his career just to kind of like gain confidence feel good yep. almost the worst thing happens which is yeah, he gets beat inside uh, jammed to be honest as as a player that frustrated me more than like striking 100 percent, right because he beat you it's well it's you like the worst it's like the worst outcome mm-hmm. because it's like well guess what it's like the easiest out and then guess what even if they like somehow fall over and miss it it's still a strike <laughs> yes that and it takes less pitches than a uh, so yeah, exactly. tough for him i you know tough. he didn't want to do that no no of doubt. course but of course. then you got trent grisham comes up strikes out and oh my god we blew it you yeah. know we had him on the ropes yeah. fun fact about bednar that guy hadn't given up a run on the road all year. Really? We got one on him. That's something. But it doesn't feel that three, good when you lose. What, three walks? Uh, three walks on a knock? Walk. Two walk, a knock. I thought it was, oh, hit oh, by pitch. pitch. Hit yeah, by hit pitch. pitch. So it was walk, base hit, hit by pitch, walk. <laughs> Only we would break down the whole <laughs> inning and then not know the summary of the inning. Um, but yeah, so that one really hurt. And uh, yeah, is what it is. Yeah. was one for two with a homer and a walk and a hit by pitch and then we lose against um pittsburgh he goes one for four but that was that was that pop-up that was an out you know um so i was just like as i was looking through those numbers i'm like wait there's something as we said and i I don't know we could it could be somewhat coincidental it could be you know genius stats whatever but i was just like i just wanted to look at it just because we brought it up last time and i was just like are we blowing smoke or is there something to this like actually like statistical Um, i mean and just based off of that i mean it's a little compelling yeah i mean honestly if you even went back and, and ran stats i think it would back your statement i think it's really good um, but let's look at who's in front of us, right? Yeah. I mean, we're we're out of the NL West. I mean, we're we're yeah, ten it's not and good. a half games back. Yeah, it's just not going to happen. Yep. Um, that being said, the wild card looks way more promising than it should. We're six and a half games back, and the people in front of us, I don't think, have it on lock. They're not playing great, mm-hmm. and they're teams that I think, if you put us in a series against them, 
we should win. Mm-hmm. Granted, we should beat a lot of teams, <laughs> but we, say that we match up well against a lot of these teams. So yeah. um, you've got who do you got? Arizona. Let's see. I can They're just kind read of from the top. So it's out. like I got the wild card picture right here. We've got San Francisco, Philadelphia, and Cincinnati right now have the three spots. How but, about Cincy, huh? Right, young guys. That's a fun team. Um, but they're all they almost have the same exact record. They're 56 and 47, mm-hmm. 55 and 47, 56, 48. So they're like basically all tied. Um, and then, so those are the three top spots. And then Arizona, Miami, and Chicago Cubs are ahead of the Padres. Quickly. But, but not by a lot. Can the Padres play better than all of those teams from here on out? From here on out. English. I mean, as, I would love to say so. I'm just going to need to see. I'm going to say yes. to see the fight. They can do it. That's what I'm talking about when trade deadline talk comes up. Yeah. We don't want to sell, and by not selling, you're showing a vote of confidence in these guys, and they will feel it. Mm-hmm. You can feel in that clubhouse right now, they feel like they're letting down their teammates who want to stay here like they're going to be sold. Right. And that's disappointing. So you take that off. Trade deadline ends. Everyone's still here. It's like, F yeah. We've got our guys. We didn't lose anybody. They right. believe in us. Let's go sweet. prove them right. Um, I think there will be that sense if they're able to keep everybody, um, and they can go on a tear. You talked about it the other podcast, what we have in the last month, the last two, three weeks. So if you keep everybody, that's a really good stretch mm-hmm. to go through to try and really make up some ground here in the wild card. Yeah. Well, and then after the three games set against Texas, we're then going to Colorado for three. So I know we don't play great in Colorado, but that's it's Colorado. the worst team in baseball right now, or National League, I should say. Knock on wood because Padres um (laughs) but yeah I mean even just like you know we just talked about the standings but I'm just looking at it has the little you know last 10 game um win lose record for these teams ahead of us on the wild card and it's Chicago's playing well they're seven and three in the last 10 but like Miami's two for eight or sorry two and eight Arizona three and seven San Francisco four and six Mm -hmm. Philly five and five Cincy six and four so it's what four of those six teams have a losing record over the last 10 at least Padres are even well which is so weird right because we played 500 ball over the last and made and up we, some ground yeah we got like a game like we gained a game or two see I hear that stat and it still makes me more frustrated because I'm like oh you mean if we won the games we should have won we would have made like right. a, a tear yeah, we kind would be of. like right there all right. I want to take you to some drama. What was your yeah. thought on Machado getting plunked in the ejection? Because I was there that's at a, the game. Yeah, that's. I lost my voice screaming at the pitcher. <laughs> I thought it was the weakest ish I have seen. Yeah. Because yeah. it's funny. The media was saying, like, oh, Soto watched the ball a little too long. I, I've seen way worse. Like, he didn't not even watch worse. It that long. I've seen way longer. Yeah, like guys pimping their homers. Yeah, he didn't pimp he it didn't, even. He yeah. dropped his bat mm-hmm. and started jogging. So, like, it wasn't something egregious happened where, I mean, Soto's shuffle to the pitcher was yeah. more egregious yep. than he, how he watched and flipped the bat because he didn't do either, really. Yeah. Um, so, really weak move by that pitcher. The guy sits like 94, 96. He humped that one yeah, up to 90. I mean, he Machado's gassed back. that thing into his back. And. Oh my god, I was losing my mind. But what was your take on it? Because you got to watch it from home. Yeah, I didn't get to hear commentary. <laughs> I kind of like, it took me a second to even like realize what was going on. I like, obviously saw the bomb from Soto hyped, and the next pitch Machado was hit. You know, and I was just like, you know, I was kind of blank for a second. And I was like, oh, 
it's not on purpose. You know, I was like, wait, what? You had to question it. Yeah, a bit, I did. Like, that's it just kind didn't of really new make in this sense. Game. You know, I was like, that doesn't. People don't get sense. mad about that anymore. Yeah. Right? It was weird. Especially because I was like, and like my first thought was like, oh, did Soto do something else? And then, of course, they showed it again. I was like, not really. Just what? hit a bomb. You know what's funny? <laughs> Manny Machado, people are giving him a lot of credit for maturing and not charging the mound, right? Like he would have probably in his past. <laughs> yeah. And even he said in the after or after the post game, like, maybe I have matured because a couple years ago, I might still be out there kicking this guy's ass. I, oh, I thought it was classic. I think Machado was something he was like, you would think I'd get some respect after, you know, after 10 years, 300 bombs. Yeah. But maybe not. Well, what was weird yeah. too, I think Machado took extra offense to it, A, because of what you just said, but B, because it's like, it's the Pirates. What are we doing? This isn't a rivalry plunking. Right, it's like it was this is Dodgers like, you guys are a sub-500 team yeah. who's been kicking our ass. Why are you taking offense to a home run? Mm-hmm. You know, it just didn't make sense mm-hmm. for, for the anger or for the yeah. retaliation. Dumb. Yeah. Really dumb. That dumb. pitcher was dumb. And that's why he got a three-game suspension. Mm-hmm. Well, The how, league kind of cracked down on what it. What about... You know, I thought it was kind of interesting too, right? So like, the whole thing goes down, and then the umpires then get together, and it sounded like they talked about it for a good little yeah. while. And then well, I was surprised, like you know, warnings I think are pretty much the standard right now. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, we we deem that this was potentially purposeful mm-hmm. warning, but they just cut to the chase. They're like, no, you're out, dog. Like, kind of like it honestly, like because it? it was it wasn't. There's ways that you hit somebody um, if it's in the ass or the leg. That's kind of the standard, mm-hmm. right? Especially when you throw hard. It's it's more important nowadays because they throw harder. They're throwing 98, 100. Yeah. Um, you hit them in the soft spots, uh, and he hit them square in the back. And it looked like there was a lot of intent. He humped it up. And it was just dumb. No. I mean, I think that's what it comes down to. It was, like, egregiously dumb. So they're like, just get it out of here. We don't want to have another situation because the way that the game was going, yeah, it was five or four to one, five to one doesn't matter five i think five yeah five five to one the potters can so easily in that late inning come up and just drill their guy yeah if the warnings are out doesn't matter because yeah. the game's already almost right. won um so by throwing them out it was like all right we're gonna take care of this mm-hmm. so that someone else doesn't get plunked because it's ripe for it yeah. i mean it's so easy for them to do it yeah. granted Tip of the cap to Nick Martinez, who, who's got oh, Machado's yeah. back. Eighth mm. inning next game, two Oof. outs, hits their leadoff hitter. And he does it right. He hit him right in the right in the buns, the, the legs. Yeah. Uh, that's how you do it. Um, but yeah, yeah that's the unwritten think, game. I think bring up a good rules. point, too, with, you know, like actually doing the ejection right away, I think was probably good. Mm-hmm. Because one, it's like, yeah, it sure does seem like it was some intent behind it. But then also, too, like, I feel like I've seen so many instances where, you know, back and forth probable intentional being the warnings go out the uh, you know the team that just got hit who's like why are you warning us for we didn't do anything yeah we don't you we don't get to retaliate yeah exactly. and nothing happens well, to and them then, and then like the next inning like the umpire becomes hypersensitive yeah so then a pitcher is afraid to go inside because then anything that's you know even like close to inside they're like oh retaliation you're out mm-hmm. You know, so that's I've seen I've seen that a lot. So it's like maybe I'm I don't know if that was factored into their decision. Probably not. But I like it. I, but I think it's just it's another reason why. Yeah, I think it was the right call for them to make. I think even if I'm the opposing fan, it still works in your favor. Your guy's not going to get hit. That guy's out of the inning. Whatever. You lose one relief pitcher for a couple days, but at least it's not going back and forth. I don't know. Pittsburgh fans probably don't agree with that, right. but who cares? They're Bucks fans. Um, they kicked our buns, they but did. yeah, they.
they get the last laugh. They took two of three from us. Yep. Hedges is laughing his way time. to sub 200 hitting <laughs> and sticking it to us still. Yep. 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 Not great. As a last little segment here, I just want to revisit our, our 85 roughly, you know, wins to get us that minimum shot. And to be honest, it's probably like 85 to 90. Mm-hmm. Like I would want more than 85, but let's see. Based off where we're at right now, <clears throat> Padres would have to go to get to that mark, like we did last episode, mm-hmm. 39 and 27, which is still like just about 600 baseball. 12 games over 500. Mm-hmm. Which means you got to start winning series. <laughs> well, I, I mean, to be fair, they are winning series. They just have to be more consistent, right? And that's why it would have been huge to take that last one against Pittsburgh, because then you would have won the last three series, right? So that's 667 if they had won that last game against Pittsburgh. It's weird to look at that sub-500 team coming to town and that series feeling so big, yep. and each game feeling so big. Mm-hmm. It really speaks to where they're at yep. in a not-so-great way. But yeah. I have hope in the Padres. I think uh, once the trade deadline talk is done, like I think everybody's kind of on the fence about like what's going to happen. And you feel it in the clubhouse. You don't yeah. know if that was Snow's last start at home. Uh, you don't know a lot of things. And I feel like when you don't know something, that's where anxiety comes in. Mm-hmm. Right. And once the variables are gone and you know what you got, you can really just move forward. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully do. they do it. But yeah, huge, huge series coming up, though, against Texas. I'm, I'm really excited for it. Should be a really fun it game. It should to be watch. really like good. Like, as, as baseball fans, as that should as, be a really fun As far as, like, talent on the field, mm-hmm. I don't know if it gets much better. Not only that, the Padres are a wounded dog in an alley, and the Rangers are trying to take their last piece of food. I mean, mm-hmm. you're going to see playoff intensity out of the Padres. Well, and they're still battling for first place at the Astros right now. They are. I mean, they, they have something to fight for, and they're coming to a team that they should beat in the Padres based off of record, but it's not the same Padres, I don't think. I mean, they, they're they on their last leg. They defend it with everything they got. Uh, it'll be fun to watch. I'm excited. They got their horses running. We do, too. Let's do it. We'll revisit. <laughs> we'll revisit. Hopefully, we're smiling more next yeah, week. Yeah, I, I would love to have, you know, at least give me better than 500 give me a winning record going to this next episode next week i'll be over the moon you know what i'd <laughs> want to do not talk about the trade deadline or how we're <laughs> yeah. underperforming i just want to talk about like hey what a great week we why had. don't we just talk about like Hassan kim and how great he's been that would be a yeah, really fun I feel segment. like that's the guy we haven't talked about too much honestly yeah even we talked a little bit about hater today but i feel like that guy has just been nailed solid. just so good nailed. and we didn't really talk about him so i shout out for both those guys yeah Hassan Kim. Hassan Kim, yeah. Well, we'll sign off with Hassan Kim. Hassan Kim. Kim. Yeah, (laughs) that guy's awesome. All right, that does it for this episode. Thank you again, everybody, for listening this week. I hope you got something out of it. Let us know if you got any questions, comments, anything. We'd be happy to respond. Are we crazy to have hope? Let us know. Yeah, that's that's fair. (laughs) All right, see ya.